Hey everybody, what's up? This is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 25 of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. If you're watching this, thank you and my sincerest gratitude for turning, tuning in. I know there's a lot of craziness going on in our world out there right now and I only want to focus on the positive things and I know that to some people sounds like a non-realistic approach, but my goal and mission is to put out light, love, peace, joy, happiness into the world, especially while there's a lot of chaos going out in the world right now. And uh, I think it's my mission and also should be the mission of other people to spread love and joy. And I'm not a real touchy-feely person like that, but I think that's very, very crucial in this time. But anyway, that being said, today we're going to talk about the human brain as a computer. And for me... This is more of just a, I'm going to be talking about a mental model that I use and framework to think about how I see my interface with the world, how I think of my thoughts and actions and everything, and how I use this mental model to optimize my performance in life. So anyway, before we jump on into that, don't forget, like, comment, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you are signed up for the email newsletter, you will be eligible for a $100 gift card every single week on Friday if you leave a cool comment. So don't forget to sign up for the email newsletter. And if you're signed up for that, then you show that you leave a comment, you will be eligible for that gift card. But anyway, let's jump on into it. So what do I mean when I say the human brain is a computer? So obviously it was the first computer. It was a computer before computers were computers. The human brain actually created computers. So think of computers as actually more of a microcosm on a much, much, much simpler level of the human brain. So a computer actually is similar to the human brain. The human brain came obviously before that and invented the computer. But if we can take this idea of our brain as a computer, we can actually use it to understand how we relate to the world and other people in a lot better manner. And this is one thing I was thinking about and just was kind of on my mind to talk about. I don't know why, but to think about this and then think about how you treat yourself and how you treat the information that you put into yourself. And I know I've talked a little bit about that before, but anyway, think about that. So think about your brain as a CPU and then there's all these other parts of your body that you have and that's your hardware. So your brain is the CPU and then your arms and legs are part of that unit that is coming together to function as an organism. Just like a computer has all the parts, a computer and there's a keyboard, mouse, screen, cables, all that stuff. So that's kind of like our hardware. Our brain is the CPU and the rest of our body is our hardware. What is really important to do is to make sure that you're protecting your hardware. That's going to be the first thing. So you wouldn't take a computer, you wouldn't throw it into the wall, you wouldn't pour coffee on it, you wouldn't run over it with a car, you wouldn't do any of those things. So I think if a lot of people took the same effort and energy and attention into taking care of their hardware, like we take care of the hardware of our computers and our phones and our cars, that people would have much better respect for their body. So how do you treat your hardware? Is it something that you treat as if it were the nicest Apple MacBook or a Maserati car? Or not a Maserati. That's a, probably not the best example of a car. A Lamborghini, a Ferrari. How do you treat your hardware? 
Is it something that you take care of that you don't let go down? Do you eat healthy? Are you putting the right things in your body so that your hardware is optimized? Or are you taking it like you would take a computer and dropping it on the floor, getting crumbs on the keyboard and getting grease on the keyboard? Do you do that to your hardware? And I know that sounds kind of silly, but also think about it as a mental model. Think about how you have cases on your phone and you don't want to drop your phone on the ground. All that is is a computer. It can be replaced for money. Your body, you can't actually replace for money. You can try to, to a certain price to get healthier, but that's going to cost you a lot more in the long run. But if you take care of your body today, how much better it will be off in the long run. And I'm not even going to go into techniques and everything on this episode, how to do that. But think about that. Do you treat your body with the same respect that you treat the hardware of computers and phones and everything else that you use? Next thing I wanted to talk about is this idea of software. So what do you do in terms of software for yourself? So if we think about our body as the hardware, the software is going to be all the information that we're putting into ourselves all the information that we're letting others put into ourselves. So think about this as a mental model for a little bit. Humans are one computer. And so each human is their own little computer, just like everybody has their own computer. Now, what do computers have? They have the internet and they're linked up. And what can happen is the internet transmits information in between all these computers. So that's the way that we interact with each other. So humans are computers, the internet is linking us up, and that's our way that we interact with each other. So we talk, talk over the phone, talk over video calls, whatever. That's almost like our internet. So think of every human as being connected to each other through the internet. And a book I was reading recently talked about this, that human consciousness, so each human has a unique viewpoint of themselves and the rest of the world. But when you link all of those together, that's like the human internet, which would be this general idea of total group consciousness. So think about everything that you do as affecting that group consciousness. Just like is when I go on my computer and I do whatever I'm doing on the internet, whether it's work, leisure, whatever, that's actually having an effect on the whole internet itself. So even if I'm just typing emails, that is sending signals throughout that ripple through the whole internet that can be accessed anywhere at any time. So if I'm doing it here in North Carolina, someone in Virginia can see what I'm doing on the internet. And I think it's really important to understand this. So if you come from the idea that humans are like computers, computers are microcosms of us, well, computers are connected through the internet. Humans are no different in that we are connected through a group consciousness. I'm not saying this to be woo-woo. This is actually proven that in quantum mechanics and quantum physics and everything, there's non-locality. So what we do actually has an effect on everything. It's called the observer effect. So what we actually do is affecting everything around us in this reality. And it's important to realize that you have a choice in your actions. So you have the free will to choose your actions. And if you choose to do negative things, that is going to have an impact. Just like if I do negative things on the internet, if I was trying to hack somebody, that's going to have negative consequences for that person and probably other people. Well, if I do the same thing in real life, chances are that's going to have negative consequences for other people. So if I complain, if I say negative things, if I 
am rude to people, if I do mean things, that's actually affecting other humans. Whether I want to believe it or not, it affects our perception of the world and thereby ripples into how we treat the other people. And what happens is that also ripples into how they treat other people. On the flip side, if you can be positive, so if you have a positive attitude, if you encourage people, if you try to help people, if your intentions are good and not selfish and are intended to actually further humanity, that has positive ripple effects. And a lot of this, and I'm by no means a physicist or anything like that, but a lot of this has to do with emerging studies that are leading us down the path to understand that everything is connected through an idea of group consciousness. And you can call it unified field theory, quantum physics, non-locality, whatever it is. But in the dimension and non-linear world that we live in, our actions have ripple effects. Again, whether we like it or not. And our thoughts have ripple effects. So if you're putting negative thoughts into the world, by the nature of how humans are wired, that's going to affect other people. So even if you don't think negative thoughts are affecting other people, they are on a nonverbal level. And even if you take away the scientific aspect of maybe there's wave frequency or whatever, even just from nonverbal communication, we have negative thoughts, that's going to manifest in our body language and how people see us and perceive us. And they're going to pick up on that. And so when they pick up on that, they're going to get feedback that you have negative tensions or you're in a negative energy frequency or whatever, and they're going to receive that and then take on some of that. So it's very important that one, you're putting out good thoughts and good intentions to other people, but that you're also not allowing other people to influence you with negativity. And I say that right now because a lot is going on in the media and whatever and out in the ether about all the negativity in the world. And it is crucial more now than ever that you guard yourself against that. You must guard yourself against all the negativity that's coming in. Because again, it goes back to this idea of we are like computers. So if you're a computer and you're getting spamware, malware, ransomware from the internet, your computer's gonna shut down. It's not gonna work, it's not gonna function properly. You may try to run it and it's not gonna do well. No different for humans. So if you're picking up on the internet and through that, whether that's talking with other people, what you read, what you listen to, what you hear, you're going to receive whatever type of information that is and that's gonna be programmed into your operating system. So the more you allow that to come into your life, the less functional your computer is gonna be, the less healthy your computer is gonna be because it's gonna have all that ransomware and everything on there. So think about that. Think about everything information-wise that goes into you is no different than having your computer linked up to the internet and choosing what type of information your computer is gonna receive. So is it gonna be for productivity and the benefit of mankind or is it gonna be a virus with negativity and things that can shut your system down? And I say that right now because I think a lot of people, and not necessarily by choice of their own or sought it out, are receiving negative downloads from talking with other people and everything because of everything that's been going on recently. So I say that to be very conscious. Think of your body as the hardware and the information you input, process, and spit out is the software. Are you going to choose to 
have negative information and have less than optimal and poor software or are you going to use, going to choose to have happy, healthy, optimized software that runs smoothly without any hiccups and actually helps people in the world rather than causes viruses and has to go be repaired and is a drain on everyone else. So think about that. I know I'm not, again, I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means of the stretch of the imagination, but I know that I'm going to be focused on putting positive software on my computer and making sure my hardware is optimized regardless of whatever's going on around me because I want to raise just like your computer when it's contributing good things that is good for the internet because it spreads into the ether. I want to do that for human consciousness. And if everybody can focus on that, it'll definitely make the world a better place and help transform a lot of people's thoughts into a positive thought pattern rather than being stuck on a negative thought pattern and thinking about what you can lose being in a positive thought pattern and thinking about what you can gain and what you can contribute to other people. And to bring it down, why is this important for high performance? Well, I think it's obvious, and especially if we're headed into trying economic times, it's going to be more important than ever that you're focused on looking for opportunity, looking for how you can serve rather than talking about how bad everything is. So if you want to be high performance, again, you got to have the hardware that's going to be optimized. So you have to be healthy. You have to be making sure you're putting good things in your body. And again, the software is going to affect how that hardware runs. So you can't have great hardware operating functionally unless the software, which is the code that's written on it, is teaching you and telling you that you're, you're doing the right thing. So think about that. And I think is someone, if anyone's striving to be high performance, maybe you have a background in technology, maybe you don't, but think about how that computer system is set up. And computers are something that came from the human brain. So it's almost a micro model of how humans work. If you see patterns in the universe and everything, um, computers are a micro model of how humans work and are connected to each other. And so if you can understand that, you understand that everything that you do has ripple effects into all the people that you interact with and ultimately the world. So if it's your goal to be high performance, try to think on those positive things and again, how you can help and how you contribute. And I know for me in my past, especially because I've probably been someone that was very negative at points in my life and like to complain and things like that and just had a pessimistic outlook. Um, when I started making it a practice of doing this, my life transformed because my outlook transformed. And again, it's not something that you're not going to read a magic book. You're not going to listen to a magic podcast. You're not going to watch a magic video and then all of a sudden be transformed. It is a daily practice of implementing techniques to think positive and stay positive about what you want to do. So ultimately that, I think, how can you be happy in times when everyone else seems to be freaking out around you? It's because you're focused on those things and you know that you matter. So when you understand that what you're doing matters, you realize the responsibility that comes with that. And you realize that as you're interacting with other people, whatever it is you're doing, people I think a lot of times will think of what they're doing as insignificant. Any interaction you have with anybody, everything that you do is significant. Whether you want to believe it or not, it is. And I think it's 
crucially, crucially important right now that every time you talk to somebody, you look them in the eyes, you say thank you, you are positive to people because that starts to shape the world in a way. And if everyone can start to do that, I know that sounds kind of woo-woo and I'm not really a woo-woo person, but think about that and it's going to shape your worldview. So if you start to do that, the lens through which you'll see the world will be improved because the energy that you're giving to people, you're gonna get better feedback from them. And people know, as humans, you know the difference intuitively and whether you realize it on a conscious level or not, you know the difference between positive and negative. You know the difference between what is bad and good. And so when people are freaking out right now, people know at a subconscious level what is bad. And then they also know what is good. So if you can focus on things that are good and putting that into other people's lives, you're going to have an impact on the world. And you're also going to understand that you matter. So everything that you does matters. And I think a lot of people, especially whether it's in the media or whatever, don't want you to think that. So anyway, I know these are trying times right now, or at least according to everybody else going around. But again, your perception is going to be the reality. And if you can become become the positive influence and be that computer that is having a good effect on everyone, it's going to translate into all the other computers around you and then hopefully the whole internet, which would be this idea of global human consciousness. So anyway, that's my rant. Hopefully it makes sense or let me know if you think that was crazy and I'm wild. I don't think so. But uh, if you have any feedback at all, definitely let me know. I would uh, love to talk to anybody about this or if you have questions or anything like that, um, let me know. So um, thanks again. And don't forget, leave a comment, all that good stuff. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace.